Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. You there? Mm-hmm. Man, right before you entered the call, we had somebody named Hitler1488 join. <laughs> I thought you were making people join. No, I just I just now blocked it to where they can't. Dude, people are just trolling. They're just joining calls. And someone named Hitler1488 jumped on. They saw probably- my name. He probably wasn't a uh, troll. I just want to know how they find us so quick. I know, right? But actually, he he actually saw my name. He he hung up. I think dude, I think it's people like joining live calls and trolling. And then he's like, the first thing to pop up is like, you're in Zachy's icons call, and he hung up. <laughs> 
No, he would have to try to get in the car. Yeah, well, they have to have the ID, which is weird, and it's unlisted. But we got to figure. We well, that's going to be on you to ask Billy or maybe do some research yourself before, uh, unless you want to just go right out and ask him. Because these I'm going to go out and ask him. These people know that, like, because I kind of want to get down with that too. If I can get, if I if I'm bored one day, I want to jump on the shit too. Yeah, I'm gonna ask him. I just now they made it to where like I didn't do it last time when the people jumped on. Now I have it to where people can't join anymore. Uh, you can block participation, and now I have it set to where people can't come. Even if they do come in, they can't speak or do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you're ready, I'm ready to kick off hour two. All right, how you want to do the intro? Uh, I'll do it and then I'll pass it to you, okay? I don't want to do, I don't want to start with a Jew. I don't necessarily even, unless we need filler, want to do the Jew right now. I got another one. I want to start with the Balkrite, Balkanization, et cetera. I was thinking we could use that to fill up the second hour. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to start it and then we'll go. All right. Welcome back to Woke West Virginia. This is the second hour of episode two. I'm joined by your faithful host, Bobby Lee, and I'm, of course, Zaki Zaikwan. So we're going to round off hour two and uh, finish it out with y'all. Finish it out for y'all with some information on a growing organization and who I think everyone should get behind. And it is called the Shield Wall Network. And Instead of using the term alt-right, they prefer the term balk-right because we see that as the future of the movement and the only way forward is the balkanization of North America. But I will now pass it to Bobby Lee, and we will talk about it and see where it goes. Yeah. Okay, so how I see things happening is I am a firm believer among many others that America is already lost. America as a whole, as a nation, the white people in America, it's all gone. Uh, You can't vote your way out of this. There's too much power and control up top. And if you are a normie Republican, once Texas turns blue, predicted 2024, you will never get elected into the presidency again. So then what? You're just going to sit there and take it? And basically you will be eliminated off the face of the earth. Um, Your values, the state, the country as a whole will all be swept away. And once again, the victors write the history books and America was a whole bunch of racist people from the get-go that deserved to be wiped out along with all the white people on the planet. Um... Wow, that sounds kind of crazy, doesn't it, Zach? Yeah, but the crazy thing about it is that's the path we're heading down. And this whole thing of uh, just even imagining that uh, we're going to retain all the territory that we have now and uh, work towards an ethnic state is crazy. Uh, that's never going to happen. I mean, and and I mean, and let's be real about it. I mean, look at look at Europe. I mean, most. A lot of the states we have are as big as countries in Europe. 
and there's no way you can cover this amount of territory and fit everyone under one system, and most likely you shouldn't. But I feel like this is a good way to to round out uh, the second hour of our second episode is talking about the groups who are really pushing this idea forward and and actually looking at like a solution. And you have many groups from the Pacific Northwest to the League of the South, then up all the way up with uh, Tom uh, Kaczynski. I might be pronouncing his name wrong, and I'm sorry if I do. Up he was Maine. just on the um, Roper Roundtable. The Southern Dingoes podcast as well. Oh, wow. I, d- I haven't heard that yet. Yeah, and, it just came out the other day. I haven't either. Okay, that, that's... I mean, then we should be getting more exposure. Like, we should be pushing these ideas and having these roundtable discussions of, like, a, a valuable... Like, a, a very possible way to move forward and having groups, like, in different parts of the country and how we can network together and work on merging our organizations to all work towards the same goal because balkanization is the only way forward. That's the only way we will see a white ethno state. There is no taking back America. That's gone. And and rightfully so. And let's let's just get rid of that idea. And let's focus on the path forward and carving out our piece of the pie. And uh do our, we want to explain the white ethno state or do we think like uh, most of our viewers are pretty familiar with what we're talking about. I would think most are pretty familiar, but I would like to say one thing that, like Billy Roper said, don't assume that just because people are white they're going to get into it. And this actually goes oh. back to a guy. There, there, there's a guy running for office right now who claims the title white nationalist, and he's running in Virginia. And this guy's an open pedophile. He admitted to having rape fantasies about his daughter. Mm. Uh, his name is his name is Nathan Larson, mm. and uh, he's trying to paint himself as one of us. And we should all know that, given given what we want, this guy would be put to the bullet. I so, haven't heard. I have not heard anything about that shit. Yeah, he's trying to run under our moniker, and this guy's disgusting. I mean, his what his ex wife killed herself. He's he's a felon. He ran a, a pro-pedophilia website, and now he's trying to latch onto our name. So, I mean, if anybody out there, make sure you, if you have Nathan Larson on any of your accounts, no matter the platform, just get rid of this guy and denounce him because he has no place in our movement, and he would have no place in a white ethnic state. Um, I don't know this firsthand, but I've heard rumors that he escaped out the back door of the Comet restaurant a.k.a. Pizzagate. That's funny. I would believe it. I mean, he's all he's all about pedophilia. I mean, he's even said if elected, he would work towards getting rid of the, the marriage age restrictions and that women should be nothing but brought into this world and then used to reproduce and use this property. And he said... Oh, well, that's, like, so that's what they want to paint us as. Uh, national yeah. socialist. Yeah, no, not quite, but... Yeah, we're not the ones doing that shit, people. Yeah, oh no, this guy's actually he's a he's a self confessed libertarian. So that's on y'all. <laughs> this guy's on y'all. Mm-hmm. But we can uh mm-hmm. we we can skip from what that. What a great and, uh, time to be alive. 
That's yeah, I know, right? What a great time to be alive. But we can jump to that. And uh, I don't think we need to really sum up the white ethno state. But uh, yeah, I give them like a brief to... rundown. Give them a brief rundown, man. They, okay, we might ahead. be talking. We might be talking to normies here. Okay, I'll, that I'll is true. It, I'll give it a go. Well, people of West Virginia and Appalachia who are not familiar with the white ethno state is we do not foresee ever holding on to this vast, vast empire that we call the United States of America, or America for short. It's too big, and it will fail, and there will be no bank bailouts this time because it's too big to not fail. In order for this system to continue running on the path that it's on, unless there was a major correction that's with that's not within you and I's reach, uh, the major correction would have to come from the Juno who. It's going to fail because it cannot continue on at the pace. Our national debt continues to rise. We continue to be the greatest melting pot ever to happen since Babylon. And this shit is against nature. National socialism is nature-based. That's why we believe it is the answer to the problem we have today. The way we are operating on this earth is against nature. And you cannot beat nature. Once nature gets tired of you, it wipes you out. It's plain and simple. You either go with nature or you die. Okay? So, the path that we're on right now cannot continue. America as a whole will not survive. So, what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to basically balkanize the... Uh, United States of America, into places where we all can try to get along. Wouldn't that be nice? Don't we all just want to get along? I do. I'm tired of fighting. I'd li- I have hobbies I'd like to get into, but ever since I was red-pilled, I have to devote 100% of my time to this because hobbies, if I, if I, if I go to try to enjoy myself, I'm not doing my duty anymore because I was placed here at this point in time and I'm a man of honor and I have to do my duty am I any intel am I any more intelligent than anyone else I don't know about IQ or any of that stuff but I'm woke and there's some people that may be more intelligent than me but they're not woke and I think I'm leading uh in the path of life over them you understand what I'm saying, brother? Sure do, and I agree. And I would, what do you, uh, I would, what do you think I would about, have... what do you think about the future and how it's going to go down? You have any ideas? And uh, I'll get with you after you after after you drop yours. I would agree complete with what you said. I mean it. it we are lucky in America. We are lucky that we've held on to this kind of territory for so long. I mean, the uh, when you really put it in perspective, North America is huge, huge. 
I mean, Germany is like what, almost like the size of Texas. That's right. <laughs> I mean, state, hey, 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 this needs to be noted for those who may or may not know, and those who do. They, I love hearing this all the time. A state the size of Texas almost defeated our biggest, the biggest enemy that has ever faced, the biggest and most powerful enemy that has ever faced this earth. A state, a state the size of Texas almost did it. We can do it, folks. That's right. That is true. I mean, it's very possible. It is very possible. And it took the whole world to bring that, you know, Texas-sized country to its knees. And just imagine what we can do with not even half half of Europe and America together. So we need to we need we really need to understand that this is not a lost battle. This is very much within the realm of possibility. And but going on to the balkanization, I mean, there is no way to hold power like we have. And and if you want to you know go against that and say, oh no, I'm I'm cucking and giving up property. Look at what's happened. Look at what's happened. I mean, we haven't we haven't retained it. We haven't. So we should be plotting our way forward and trying to look at the most beneficial places to be in this country and trying to network with all the groups within that area and and trying to set up, you know, trying to set up organizations that make sure that those are the lands that we focus on and those are the places that we capture as ours. Uh, let's not worry about the spoils that um, – not even the spoils, but what the others will get. Let's focus on what we will get, and let's try and plot the best places and network within them to get those places. And this is very much – we can do this, people. We can do this. And with the organizations going on right now and the people that are motivating themselves and dedicating themselves to this movement, it's very possible. So I like to heart back to what uh, Billy Roper says. And, I mean, this is a man who's been involved in this fight, I mean, I, I, more than more than half his life, and who was under William Pierce and was with the National Alliance. And then when everything fell apart, split off and has continued to work tirelessly for, for, for our folk. And he has uh, set up the Shillwall Network, which is doing exactly what I think should be done. And this is who I, I'm personally throwing my lot into. And we have a probationary organization in West Virginia going with them. And as soon as the goys here can get down to East Tennessee, we will be getting vetted in real life. But this is the way forward. And he's already set out the blueprint and what we need to be focusing on. And if you have questions about it or even wonder what it's about, I mean, he's went in detail about it way more than I could in this short amount of time. And I would I would suggest everyone go to the the shieldwallnetwork.wordpress.com, and I'll say that again, the shieldwallnetwork.wordpress.com, and find out about this. Because this is the, the, the most plausible way forward, linking every organization that's fighting for white rights and combining them and having discussions and looking at the best way forward in the land that you know we can hold on to realistically and win. 
And that's what we need to be doing right now, looking at what is realistic, what we can hold, what we can control, and guarding those borders. I mean, because we have a direct pipeline. We have people in the northeast. We have people down into Appalachia. We have people down into the south. We have people up into the Midwest. We have people up into the Northwest. We have this pipeline. We can make this happen. So let's stop trying to take back America, and let's try to create the white ethnostate. Yes, indeed. And um, how do you uh, – what is your ambition? Uh, it's hard to do. It's fun to do, actually, uh, at least for me. How do you think this is going to come about? Because I have come to my conclusion. Have you come to yours? What I personally think will be the follow, like how this is going to play, is we're just going to continue to see more polarization of America, uh, be it through elections or, you know, not even counting into that who takes power or, you know, countercultures, depending on if we're in power or, you know, supposedly our guys are in power. But I eventually see a civil war happening, and the places that minorities already have, I mean, they will they will hold. And in certain places, I don't even know if it's a risk fighting for. And I see it, I see it pretty naturally unfolding to the places that are mostly black or the places that are mostly brown, that they will take those lands and hold on to them. Now, the only place I would think that uh, it won't unfold like that is the deep south. I think uh, the Deep South will end up being white, and a lot of the minorities in the Deep South will will leave. And other than oh, that, I like I like the sound of that. I like the sound uh, of that. I don't I don't envision that myself, even at, uh, as a, a Southerner. Uh, God bless Dixie. Um, I'd love for you to be right, me to be wrong. Let's put it that way. Well, I just don't think that um, they have enough resources there that they would even try to fight for it. I think they would. I think their leaders know where to shift their power, and I think they would focus them in the 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 states where they already have a lot of power and a lot of influence on culture. Yeah, and it's, fe- I, I, it's it's feasible because they only are in like the the major cities. For the most part, all we would have to do is starve out the cities until the white flag was presented to us. Exactly, and I don't it, think it, they they. It, it's not the it's not your rural Southern African American. The if you've ever met one of these people, they're the nicest people that you will ever ever meet. It's the but, it's the rural. Juno-who, um, it's the rural Juno-who African that has been brainwashed to do what, uh, base, they're basically puppets. There's a big difference. Brainwashed oh, to Juno-who's bidding. Oh, I agree. And I mean, like, I don't think that in the deep south at least, blacks even have a connection to the land. They don't have a connection there. Uh, they don't have a love for that area. I can I can honestly see that. And, and I don't even think they really have a love for anywhere in America. And uh, I can see them really only 
concentrating power in the places they already have influence and just trying to carve those areas out. And Where would that I, be? I, I would I would think like uh, parts of Illinois, like Chicago, parts of Michigan, like Detroit, uh, especially like uh, New York. Well, the the lower half of New York and New York City, they definitely don't have New York State. Um, I would think they. I honestly think they would take Florida as a whole. Um, California, they would probably take. Uh, I think. I don't. Man, we're we're let's. This is great content, dude. Because we're on, we're not on the same page as far as any of this goes. <laughs> and this is the first time, listeners, that we have talked about this. As a matter of fact, Zach and I have only talked for two weeks now. I have not met this guy uh, up until last Friday. Exactly. Part of the network, part of the networking we hope to achieve here, because um, when you're part of this movement, especially National Socialists, you don't you don't need to know the people. When you meet a like-minded person, it's like you've known them all your life. I don't know if I mentioned it. I certainly didn't do it in this one. I don't know if I did it in the first one. But I started shouting from the mountaintop once I was red-pilled. And I found out really quick who my friends were. I didn't have any friends. But what kept me going was these people on the YouTube videos that I was watching that got me red-pilled were saying, you're not alone. And they would say where they're from. And I'd say where I'm from. And man, did that feel good. And it was more than enough to keep me pushing on. You're not alone out there. That's all you need. Those are some magic words right there. You're not alone. Exactly. I agree. It is like The friends I had that might have left, uh, the friends I've made would outshine those relationships hands down in such over a short period of time. Absolutely. But uh, so I said in my little piece of call, I think I would, I think it would play out. But what about you? How would you see it playing out? I interrupted you, so I hope you might have some more to go on after I lay down my piece. Um, I really didn't consider. Where where the African American influence would come into this because they're just puppets of the higher power. The higher power, I believe, just like in uh, the Bolshevik Revolution, will be white people. Well, I'm I'm no whoa whoa whoa. Let's take a step back there. The people that will come to the rural areas and try to wipe us out one by one, because they can't fight us one-on-one, they will have to, as in the Bolshevik Revolution, they'll have to come pick us off one by one with mobs, kind of like 
what's happening in South Africa right now. They will pick us off one by one because they cannot fight us on an equal playing field. And these will be your Antifa. These will be your libtards and diehard communists. Uh, Your libtards, your high-class libtards, they think it's all a game. They don't understand that the movement is going to try to come kill us. Or maybe I'm naive. Maybe the high-class libtards in the suburbs will actually try to kill us. I'm not the killing type of person, and neither are anyone on our movement, so that's why it's kind of hard to grasp whether they're going to or not. I know uh, a lot of the hard left will, but I'm I'm talking about the high-class suburban white liberal because the movement they have joined does intend to kill us. I don't know if they will participate in the actual killing or not, is what I'm saying. <laughs> what do you think? I think that uh, the majority of them are signaling, and uh, I think that ever came down to violence, they would either be passive. Uh, you have the few fanaticals that will, of course, you know, die for their cause and <laughs> sacrifice themselves on the altar of diversity. But uh, mm. I think I think majority will be either passive or yeah. I don't think they have. I don't think they. I think they probably would like to sit back and watch and be fine with it. I don't think they will participate in any of it because, dude, they're pussies. Exactly. I think the majority will be, or the majority are people who signal, and the majority of that upper crust liberal ideology will be passive, and then it'll be split between the other half and then the diehards who go with the minority, and then the other half will say, fuck it, sorry for the F, and do what they actually feel in secret and join our cause. Mm, I, I I think uh, some of them will actually do join our cause for the sheer fact they they will either join or die because once it gets so bad in their um, – the left civil war between their themselves, the whites and the the rest of the, the people they brought in, will turn on the whites and they will either join us or they will die. So they, um, the question might come to be, um, I don't think I would be willing to let them in so they will die. They're not going to join us. They're not joining me. I feel you. They're, they're so wish They... they... They would not fight with conviction. Uh, they're pretty much a kid looking for someone to protect them, and they would be more of a drag down than a, than a hand up. Yeah. Okay, so um, back to I got a little sidetracked, but it was good. I liked what we what we put down there. Um, yeah, I think it's not going. We're not as far as the what's going to happen in the future. I'm not thinking on the level of the African-American population. I'm thinking more along the line of the Antifa type, uh, your shit libs, and those will be the people who will come to the farmhouses uh, and pick us off one by one like they did in the Bolshevik, 
Bolshevik revolution, and that's what I foresee happening. Um, I I don't foresee any African American threat. It, it's just I don't see uh, the the way I know these people. I don't foresee them doing anything other than than staying put in the city because that's it's the easy thing to do. Hell, that's what I would do if I were them. I I agree. Uh-huh. I think they'll be. I think they'll gaslight their most extreme. The, the Antifa types will gaslight the most extreme, and that's it. So, what I think, if these uh, Antifa and the, the communist movement, and these people are well-funded, well-powerful, how they have the biggest cabal ever to grace this planet behind them, and they're going to do it. So here's what's coming. As far as, I, as far as I'm concerned, they're going to try to do the Bolshevik Revolution thing, because... We've already done our white flight. We're all out of the cities, okay? We don't have a solid front line, so they can easily pick us off one by one by one by one. We are going to have to condense into an area, the area area I propose, and it's quite simple to see why I propose it, is because you cannot have a landlocked state. You need access to ports. The Mississippi River will be where we all need to get condensed under. And we can continue to grow out. As a West Virginian, I foresee friendships between other local states that will allow us, because we have the coal. Everyone wants the coal. So you just make friendships. It's a barter system. It's the first system of trade ever to grace this planet. Okay, so we can we can still be here sound and safe, but we need to network. Just like I'm networking with Zach, and Zach is networking with Billy, and Billy's networking with Jimmy, so on and so forth. Exactly, but and I, I, we need I'll go ahead. to condense. We need to condense ourselves, I believe, uh, along the Mississippi River, and we can expand out however far we need to. Leaving Islam, as long as we have the networks to do it, we're all going to be united. But we need to balkanize. When this country was founded, it was all a state thing. It wasn't a country thing. Each state was basically its own country. Robert E. Lee was such an honorable man, and he was given the opportunity to fight and be the leading Union general. He turned it down to be a subservient general in the Confederacy to begin with to fight for his state of Virginia. Virginia was his country. Robert E. Lee, everyone, or a lot of maybe non-historians might think, he was just the top dog to begin with. He didn't get top dog position till like a year and a half in the war. He was uh, he was out fighting in the mountains of Shenandoah Valley. It was Joseph Johnson that was fighting the leader of the Confederacy. Exactly, and uh, and I like I like that you bring up the fact that. 
we need to be net like like the whole we need to be networking and expanding out, and that's why I I would suggest that people look into the shield wall because that's exactly what it's about. And I mean, we have all these great leaders in different areas, and we really need to be focusing on you know not worrying about a political migration, but like waking up the people we have in our area, and then just having you know that upward shift of, okay, this area has this group, this area has that group, and just communicating. And and, and, and I think that, honestly, I think that of all the groups, I think your idea of working, uh, basing our movement off of the Mississippi is the best. The best. I mean, because we have it, to have ports. We, we have to. Right. And um, there's, there's only one port it comes out at, but you best believe all 14, let's say, I'm just throwing it out there, 14 sounds like a pretty a decent number. you got the states that line the river. Shit, it might even be 20. We could have 20 nice balkanized states that rely on the Mississippi River. And if there was ever a threat at the mouth of it, you better believe we're all going to down there and fighting. You know what I mean? So that might be the second war of in, uh, or the second war of independence was the war between the states. Might be the third war of independence. What I'm trying to get at. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, because no country can survive without being able to import and export goods. No one. And and you know, you can think think of it this way: like in West Virginia and Appalachia, we have the coal. In the the south, all the way at the bottom, they have the Mississippi. Then then you go up to the northwest. They have their ports off. To California and places, and we have the places to network and all the way flow down up. Even if it's like, even if it's just like a line, not even like a straight line, but going halfway through the country and then splitting south and then going back up, we have everything we need to, and we just need to focus on uniting these areas, and then yeah. trying to really push our message there. We have our well, farmland. We have our farmland in the Midwest. We have our ports in the South and to the, the the Northwest. And I mean, we have our coal in Appalachia. I mean, we have everything we need to, and that is more than enough land to 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 resettle people. And especially what they talked about on the roundtable discussion, which if you haven't listened to, you really should go back and listen to Billy Roper's roundtable discussion. Mm-hmm. You can find that in. And they talk about this. I mean, this is uh, hopefully this will be an, a homeland for even people that need to seek refuge from Europe. And uh, God forbid, who knows how long the whites in South Africa have. But we need to have a place where we can resettle all these people and and really have our own place, and that that we don't have to give up no matter what. Wow. You know what I was about to say because I'm processing thoughts while I'm listening to you. We have our work. Uh, we have our work cut out for us. As far as like, as I stated before, Appalachia as a whole has not been diversified. They don't understand what I've dealt with, and I'm not sure if you've dealt with it. I'm not. Like I said, we just met two weeks ago, folks. So I don't know um, how diverse your area is, or if you've dealt with um, immigration problems have you 
uh, just from when I was younger in the uh, a city I lived in, which put me on like the skinhead track. But it was uh, all black and white. It was never like immigration. Mm. Okay. Well, I have, and dude, it's horrible. And I'm still working in the area that I was overran from. So I I uh, did some white flight. And I have a safe haven for right now, but it's not going to last, and I know it's not going to last. That's why I'm on here, because at least if I end up, whether dying in whatever event might happen, as far as, you know, the the future tensions of this country, or living out to be an old man, at least I tried, is what I'm saying. Exactly. And I will say this. I mean, we, of course, have our work cut out for us. And I believe that we will win because I believe eventually nature overtakes all things. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is the correct and natural path. So even if it's not in our lifetime or the next lifetime, eventually our message will take hold and win. Uh, but I will say this. Win or lose, I would rather die and lose as a man of honor than win and live as a man of cowardice. Yeah, it's uh, better to die on your feet than live on your knees. As As one of our great heroes said. He was a white man, by the way. Was he a white man? Yeah, he was white, man. He might have been Thomas Jefferson, but I'm not sure. It's a a good saying. I mean, it's something to live by. I mean, because no matter how black, like I said, no matter how black-tilled you get, at least least fall back on your morals. At least fall back on your values. I know what Thomas Jefferson did say, dude. He said the tree of liberty needed to have some bloodshed every now and then to water it. That's right. The tree of liberty must be replenished from time to time with the blood of patriots and the blood of tyrants. Oh, yeah, woke. You're woke, dude. You're woke. I'm woke. But uh right. I feel like uh I feel like uh we should find up some uh ending statements and uh end it on a high note. Yeah. I would just like to I would like to tell people again to check out the Shield Wall Network. And uh, like I said, if you're in West Virginia or the greater Appalachia or anywhere, message me at Zachy's Icon on Gab, and we'll do whatever we can to get you linked up with some goys there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, get involved. Get involved. I mean, no matter what it is, I mean, even if you want to be a shitlord, troll away, troll away. But be trying to open up networks. And uh, let's really leave this, you know, feeling happy and feeling positive that eventually we will overtake our enemy and none of us none of us are doing this thinking or you know only doing it because we want to see it in our lifetime that's not what national socialism is national national socialism is making sure you're fighting for a better future for your offspring and if you don't think it will happen in your lifetime tell yourself it will happen in your kid's lifetime and if you don't think it will happen in their lifetime tell yourself it will happen in your grandkids lifetime There is never an excuse to give up. 
There is never an excuse to stop fighting. It will happen. We will win. And on that, I'm I'm pretty much done. But I'd like to pass to Bobby Lee, and uh, I would like to say before I go off, hell victory. Hell victory. So yeah, we're not. I'm not doing this for myself. I'm, Zach's not doing this for himself. We're doing it for our future and the future of our people, our grandkids, our children, our great grandkids, their grandkids, neighbor, etc. I don't want to pass this fight on. That's not what I'm about. That's not what most of us are about. It's here. Once you're red-pilled, you know it's here. This is your fight. This is our fight. Um, So, yeah, National Socialism, I believe, is the answer to all of our problems. Within five years from the Weimar Republic, they went from the poorest country to the richest country in the world within five years. Instead of Uh, dealing with a usury-based system that we are dealing with as far as the Federal Reserve goes with interest rates, there were no bank lendings. The German economy was labor-based. The more they built, the richer they got, and they built. They brought us the Autobahn. They brought us the Bismarck. They brought us the V-2 rockets. They brought us the first jet plane. They brought us the first economy car, the Volkswagen. These people were miles above any society at the time, and they still are to this day. No society has surpassed National Socialist Germany, and it's been 70-plus years. National Socialism is the answer, folks. I'm Bobby Lee, and I'm signing off. We're woke for West Virginia, and we're the West Virginia boys. That's right. Hell victory. Now get some good sleep. You've earned it. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.